Ross Tucker played six years in the league, former offensive lineman. Uh, he's everywhere. Odyssey Insider, CBS Sports, Westwood One, and the Eagles broadcast as well. You can always check out his Ross Tucker podcast. You can look, check him out on Twitter, at Ross Tucker NFL. He's going to join us every Tuesday at 3 o'clock. And he's joining us now on the Harbor One Hotline. Ross, uh, it's Lou, it's Christian, it's Mego. How you doing? Good. Uh, we're looking forward to talking to you every week. Yeah, this is going to be awesome. Glad to be on up there. I love my time up there. I think uh, when I re-signed with you guys in 2006, my wife and I knew we were never going to live there again because it was a one-year deal. So all you have to do in the off-season is lift weights. So literally every weekend, we had just gotten married. Every weekend, we went to like Nantucket, Martha's Vineyard, Cape Cod, <laughs> Newport. It was, my wife still talks about that. We wish we could go back. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, you're obviously doing that during the summer, <laughs> not during the winter. During the off season, in the, in the off season, all you do, you know, Christian, all you do is lift weights like Monday through Thursday. So I would take everything they had in the Patriots cafeteria. I'd bring it home to my wife. That's what be what she'd eat for lunch and dinner. She loved like the cheese balls that the crafts had out for us. And then Thursday we would jet. Man, you know the best part of that story, Lou. And Mego is we go to, I think it was Martha's Vineyard, okay? And my wife and I like karaoke. And this is an honest-to-goodness story. My sister had just had her first baby, and her baby's Caroline. So we start singing Sweet Caroline at this bar on Martha's Vineyard, and the whole place erupts. My wife and I are looking at each other like, we must be the greatest singers ever. They love us. This is amazing. Neither one of us knew it was the Red Sox seventh inning song. That's Lou's we favorite thought, song, by the way. The people just uh, liked us that much. We thought uh, people just were loving our performance. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not a fan of that song, especially when they're down like five or six. He's Ross Tucker. He's Odyssey NFL Insider. By the way, Insider Calls are presented by BetQL. You can download the free BetQL app right now. You can get instant access to the industry's most advanced suite of sports betting tools right at your fingertips. Ross, I noticed on your podcast you did some power rankings. You have the Patriots sitting at number 22 right now. I'm curious, your thoughts on what you saw on Sunday and how concerned are you moving forward for this team? Yeah, I mean, I can't remember the last time. I've been doing the Ross Tucker podcast probably for 10 years. I can't remember the last time I had the Patriots in the 20s. But I, coming into the year, I thought they were probably about an 8- or 9-win team. But based on all the reports in the preseason – I thought maybe that was a little high. Maybe they're more like a seven-win team. And then a lot of the concerns that have been expressed by people throughout preseason kind of came true. I mean, they scored seven points against the Dolphins. The Dolphins are not the 85 Bears. And what's weird, even weirder to me is just hearing Belichick talk yeah. the way he is. Like after the game when he's like, oh, it was a pretty close game except for those two plays. Christian, he mm. never said stuff like that. He never – now, maybe it's because we were winning all the time, or you guys are winning. I was watching. But he never said stuff like that. It's just weird to hear the way he's talking. Yeah, I agree. We've been talking about it for, the, for a couple of days now. But do you think just – you think you may be a little victim of the moment here with this, with this Patriots team, you know, based on the fact that, you know, last year they started 1-3. and three. They lost their first game, won their second, uh, uh, won their second game, then lost the next two. And then they ended up making the playoffs, won a nice little run. Any like knee jerk reaction based on this, or is, does this year feel different? It does feel different to me. I'm not exactly sure why. Uh, you know, on paper, I don't feel like they should be a worse team than they were last year. I think the biggest difference right now 
feels like coaching. You know, I think last year I had more faith in Josh McDaniels and that he was going to be able to create things offensively so that they could actually move the ball and score. I felt pretty good about their O-line coach last year because he had done a nice job. I don't feel as good about the coaching. It's weird to say that about the Patriots, but I don't. And I think everybody knows the Bills are going to win the AFC East and the Jets are going to be last. So the two teams battling for second place are the Dolphins and the Patriots. Now the Patriots are already down a game to them, a head-to-head game. So your point is well taken because it seems like over the last 20 years, the Patriots are always like two and two or something after the four. Even when Brady was there, it was like, yeah. oh man, they're two and two and they lost this game. Is this the end? And then they win like nine in a row. Yeah. They finish 12 and four. I, I'm not getting the same vibe. And I think it's probably three things. It's the concern about Patricia and judge and the offensive coaching. It's everything we heard about camp and the preseason and how they were performing and then it's just how Bill himself is talking. He's just he, – he's not talking like a guy that has that edge that thinks that this team is going to maybe have a slower September and end up figuring it out. But in fairness, that is absolutely their track record. Absolutely, they are way better October, November, December than they are in September always. We're talking to Odyssey NFL insider Ross Tucker. And, Ross, you bring up the, your concerns about the offensive coaching – how would you describe what you saw from the offense on Sunday? Some of the local writers around here who are very good and very well-informed called it vanilla. Would you agree with that? I, I was going to say disjointed. You know, it, they didn't feel nearly as organized as they did under McDaniels. You know, the thing that's been very clear over the last, I don't know, ever since Scar. Dante Skarnecchia, most people know him, the offensive line coach. Ever since he retired the first time, when he retired the first time, they had issues on the O-line. Then he came back and they solved it. And I thought Brasillo did a pretty good job. But it's the same guys up front for the most part, with the exception of Strange being in there um, instead of Shaq Mason. And I just – they did not look as good up front as they need to. The skills are pretty much the same guys, right? I mean, it's like the same running backs, same receivers. The skill is the same guys. They, there's two things that look like a drop-off from last year and what they were mid to late in the season last year. The O-line not working as well together, and maybe it's because they got a couple of new guards that they're kind of moving around, and the coaching. And it's crazy. You know what's really wild? When the Patriots signed me, Patricia was the assistant offensive line coach. Then they moved him to defense, became the coordinator, all that stuff. Now he's back off it. But when I was signed there in 05, Patricia was actually the assistant offensive line coach. So, and I think he did that for a couple of years. Christian, correct me if I'm wrong. So he should have some background in trying to call plays and do things that put that group in a position to succeed. Because I've always argued, and maybe this is my bias as a former offensive line, but that's where I would start. Like if I, if I started the plays with how can I make it to put the offensive line in a good position – well, if the offensive linemen are in a good position and they're blocking well, you're going to move the ball. You're going to score points if those guys are, are doing their job. So we're talking to Ross Tucker. Ross, I know you're sure you saw that strip sack play of Mac Jones, and we were talking the other day. Is that, in your opinion, when you saw that, was that just Mac Jones maybe not seeing it or Mac Jones expecting a guy like Trent Brown to pick that blitz up? What did you see in that strip sack? 
Yeah, so it, it's we we never know, right, if he was supposed to be hot off of that or if he was supposed to get picked up by Trent Brown or picked up by the back. But any way you slice it, it's bad. It's really, really bad. It's basically the type of stuff that never used to happen there. You know, the reason why, one of the reasons why the Patriots always have won for so long is they don't make mental mistakes. You know, do your job. And everybody does their job and knows how to do their job. Mental mistakes were for other teams. You almost never saw mental errors with the Patriots. That's how you lose the game. It's how they did lose the game. And honestly, it's a lot of times how your quarterback gets hurt. You can't let a guy come scot-free off the quarterback's blind side like that. Biggest play in the game, I thought, by far. And I, I got a lot of faith in Mac Jones, meaning if he was supposed to be hot off that guy, I'm pretty sure he would have known that and would have gotten rid of the ball. So I think that, it was either, I'd have to go back and look at it, but it was either the back or it was Brown. So when it comes to Trent Brown, we were having that discussion because, you know, obviously Dante Scarnecki is the one coach that I think has gotten anything out of this guy, right? And now he is gone. So when he was good here before, he had Joe Tooney, you know, playing left guard. Last year he was good. He had Shaq Mason playing right guard right next to him. Now he's got a rookie. So how big of an adjustment do you think that is for him not having that veteran guy to his right or left? And Scott. Really big. I don't know Trent that well. I've been on an elevator with him. He might be like the biggest dude I've ever seen. I mean, it's crazy how big that guy is. But I don't know where he's at mentally. You know, obviously he had a myriad of issues with the Raiders that I think were more health-related, more, you know, whatever's going on in his head, you know, weight-related. When they allow a sack like that, a strip sack, and he's got a rookie next to him playing in his first game, that makes me wonder a little bit. To your point, Lou, it makes me wonder if Trent is a guy, and there are guys like this that are super gifted, super talented, but they kind of need somebody to help them out a little bit sometimes from time to time, make sure they know what they're doing. Meanwhile, Cole Strange is just trying to figure out what he's doing. It's amazing to me. If you would have told me that like an FCS interior lineman could be a first-round pick, that is crazy. Tennessee Chattanooga, that kid doesn't know what's going on yet. He's just trying to figure it out. He can't be helping Trent Brown, and Trent Brown can't really be helping him, and Trent Brown might be a guy that needs a little bit of help. Yeah, so that and so we you know yesterday Mego perfect phrase it needs to be a lot more micromanaging from David Andrews and also uh, Mac Jones in my opinion. But I'm gonna go to the other side of the football because I feel like that's the side that's kind of being left out of this. And it, it, tell me what you thought of their play, uh, other than you know obviously a couple bad, actually really one bad play. How do you think the defense played? I thought they played pretty well. Yeah, I mean Miami has so they're, so they're not the weapons. problem. No, I don't think so. I mean, honestly, other than the – I mean, think about it. They gave up 13 points, and the one was the fourth and seven. I'd have to go back and see. Obviously, the safety took a bad angle. Waddle shouldn't have been able to split them. But that's not going to happen a lot. I mean, Chase Edmonds averaged two yards a carry. Raheem Mostert, One big play in the the fourth quarter, which really kind of killed them, though, too. No, I agree with you. Nobody talks about the defense. Yeah, I, I think the defense – look, I'm, I'm not saying they're a top-five defense, Christian, but 
they gave up 13 points, bro, in an NFL game against McDaniel's pretty slick. And even the one touchdown was because of just a bad angle by the safety on sort of a fluke play. I don't expect to happen very often. I think the defense is actually going to be in pretty good shape. Uh, Ross, the Patriots have had their own recent history in Miami with Miami, but now they're four and they're well, they're zero and four, I should say, against Tua. They can't beat Tua. What is the deal with the Patriots and Tua? I have no idea. I also have no idea why, even when like Brady and those guys were there, I swear they were fourteen and two every year with the one loss being at Miami. It was it's uncanny. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's the dark jerseys in the sun or whatever, but they just can't beat them. I will say this. Tua is calm, and he's pretty accurate. He takes care of the football. Those are the things you need to do. A lot of times, you know, Belichick can trick young quarterbacks, get them to, you know, make mistakes. They start to get rattled. They start to throw a pick. Tua's not really like that. Tua's like a very, very, you know, he's Hawaiian. He's almost like a, he's got a very calm demeanor. He's like the anti-Brady <laughs> when it comes to his demeanor. Hmm. All right, listen, Ross, we appreciate it. Thanks for joining us. We look forward to talking to you each and every week, man. Enjoy the rest of the week and the weekend games. Absolutely. My pleasure. Thank you guys so much for having me. I'm actually surprised the Pats are favored against the Steelers. They're, yeah. The, the, the odds make it, they're showing the Pats, a lot of respect. That surprised me after what we saw this past weekend. Yeah, I'm sure. I think a lot of people, well, there's a lot of injuries over there in Pittsburgh. So we'll see. We'll see how that one goes. Look, we look forward to talking to you next week, Ross. Appreciate it. All, all right, right, that was, uh, all right, take it easy. That was Ross Tucker, NFL uh, Odyssey NFL Insider, Insider Calls presented by BetQL. You can download the uh, free BetQL app right now, and you get instant access to the industry's most advanced suite of sports betting tools right at your fingertips.